Welcome everyone to the Sister Story podcast. This podcast is aimed at marveling at God's sovereignty in each of our lives as women and at encouraging one another with our stories. Uh, my name is Sophie and today I am joined by Saskia. Hi. Hello Saskia. Hi. So um, first of all, obviously we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, your journey to faith and, and your life now. Uh, but first of all, could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Well, I'm Saskia. I'm 23. Um, I'm almost a graduate um, of Kingston University studying fine art. Um, and I'm about to start a PGC. Lovely. In which years? Um, early years. I'm oh. very excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, and so if we start your story with uh, your childhood and what that was like, uh, can mm -hmm. you tell us a bit about that? Well, um, my childhood was quite interesting. Um, my parents, they um, got pregnant really young and um, my dad was a heroin addict. So he had to um, not be part of my life, which was really mm. sad um, and it was difficult. My mum is mentally unwell, mm. so I had um, a really hard upbringing where I looked after her a lot. Mm. Um, but there was something really, really missing in my life mm. because I, I felt like I was always caring for, for her and I didn't really, I understood there was lots of responsibilities in life, mm. but I didn't, I, I was like, but why is this happening to me? Why, why is everyone else's mummy and daddy so happy? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really understand that what I was going through was not normal either mm. in a way but mm. yeah I, I went to a C of E like primary school and that mm. was really great because I heard about Jesus a lot which was and I really believed he was real but I didn't know I didn't I, did, I thought everyone thought that mm. so Mm. Oh, I wonder how that family life made you feel like you were saying you didn't quite understand. Were you maybe angry or upset about that or not really at the time? Mm. I think I was quite up I was quite upset about it because mm. I, I was like, if I just like, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know. Mm. I I was like, this can't be normal, but this can't be Like, what? where can I turn to? What can I look mm. for help from? It was just very strange, very strange. Wow. And so you're saying that at school, that's where you heard about Jesus for the first time. How, um, how did you react when hearing about him? What did, you, what did that make you feel? Mm, it made me feel joyful, which is such an amazing emotion because mm. I had so much pain around me but there was so much joy almost mm. and I knew my mum loved me even though she was ill and could could change very easily from being happy to sad or but I really really knew she loved me and it made me really question like this feeling I got when I heard about about God in school mm. where I had this this joy and this relationship at home Because you always like look to that parent, which is kind of when I was hearing father, it was really hard for me to understand because I didn't really have that. Mm, yes. So it was it was actually really comforting because I needed one. I needed a father. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow, that's amazing. And so how did things develop then in your life? Um, is there maybe a time when you would consider that you truly understood the gospel and you gave your life to Jesus? Or how did that work out for you? Oh, <laughs> well, I went off the rails a bit. From like maybe 14 to like 15, I went completely off the rails. I made friends with the wrong crowd. We hung out at this bandstand. We were all emos. <laughs> it was quite funny, really. But um, I don't know. I, I then was like questioning what's the purpose of me just being like this and not caring about life. Mm. And my grandma went to church, which was really cool um mm. and I was like wow maybe maybe if I go maybe if I ask if I can come with her then I can find out who God is and maybe change my life I want to I don't want to live like this mm. and lo and behold I went <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's quite interesting as a teenager that you had that impulse to look mm. again for what you had in childhood really yeah um so what happened then did you go to church or yeah I did I Looking back, it's quite funny. I wore like all of the emo stuff. I had like a t-shirt with like this lady eating brains, <laughs> which is so gross. Oh, yeah. And I was going to church and I was I was really nervous to go to the youth group. And I was like, and then this girl came up to me and she was like, do you want to come with? And then I met all these really lovely other youths my age and got mm. to know them. And I actually think through them being so friendly and welcoming, I actually got to hear the gospel properly mm. and not just think, oh, I'm going to fix myself. Actually, I can hear, when I heard the gospel, I realized it's not me who's going to fix me, it's God who's going to fix me. Yeah, that's not an amazing news, isn't it? Because mm. we're not able to do that at all. Um, and so, yeah, so you had that realization. So it probably made click where you had in childhood, which is just amazing. Mm. Um, and so how how then did your life carry on and develop how did you decide to do fine arts for example at university oh sorry that's a, maybe a big question it, well it is so um both both my parents are artists mm. my mum really liked really fine detailed drawings she used to draw things all the time and I'd be like wow this is so beautiful because she doesn't really communicate very well but she can communicate through mm. the page yeah. um and my dad was a graffiti artist oh, wow. um <laughs> before all the drugs he was really obsessed with like doing some really cool graph and then I was like oh seeing these pictures because I knew my grandma my my dad's mum mm. and she would show me stuff and I'd be like wow this is this is nice and my my grandma would be like oh art is so such an important thing and I would love drawing and making things and I was like that's what I want to do in life that's what I want to go on to do and I actually think it's such a beautiful way of glorifying God because he is a creator and he mm. creates through such beautiful like the world is so beautiful why not make art as well and create like he does but glorify mm. God through it so I was like I, that's what I want to do <laughs> oh, that's amazing so did your relationship with your father then remain something that so was it is it still quite distant and do you just hear from him mm. um about him sorry from your grandma or is he someone present in your life at the moment it's interesting um he 
Um, he lived in Cumbria for ages, which is near mm. Scotland. Um, and then I got in touch with him when I was maybe about 12, 13. Um, and he, he's clean and he had a child, which was why I contacted him. He'd sent me a card every single year. And I didn't know about them. My mom hid them and I found them. And I was like, wow, there's a card every single year. And he wanted to get in touch with me all this, all this time. Mm. And then she was like, you can contact him now. So I did. And wow. um, something happened with his family circumstance. And he moved just across the road from me from when I was 13. Um, and now he lives maybe two minutes from my mum, which is really weird. But oh. um, we got to reconnect. And actually, that was one of the most important parts of my life because I was just about to, I was on the cusp of rebelling quite a lot. And mm. I, I actually needed a father figure, um, even though I I still felt very distant from that. We had more of like a friendship than mm. I feel. It became more of a friendship. And it still is. And I... I'm really thankful for that friendship. Mm. It's it's yeah. it's so weird. That's amazing. Yeah. I wonder whether your view of God also changed mm. changed you in that way of approaching your father maybe differently. Um mm. I don't know I don't know what you think about that. Maybe that's not exactly it. <laughs> whether that helped you to kind of process things and and kind of come close to him. Yeah, I th- I well I s- that's an interesting question actually i i guess um i guess it definitely made me feel less i think i was very desensitized to the idea mm. of f- father yeah. so actually all of this happening at the same time i guess i did approach god more like at the, maybe at the beginning more like oh he's like a master mm. um but then recognizing that Jesus is called friend as yeah. well. It's it's so beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Such a amazing picture of how many names Jesus has given. Like mm-hmm. wonderful counselor. I definitely needed that. I definitely needed a wonderful counselor. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And so I wonder how uh your parents reacted when they heard that you had become a Christian. Is that something that maybe there was a strong reaction to or, or mm. not really oh very very good reaction actually i mean my my mum's never really been very like um i mean she has a bible um and i i think at times i've asked her and she said god's not real but mm. i can see this as like in your life and you're very like firm in it um and with my dad, he would say he prayed for me mm. in a, like our local church. And he said, when I was in my, my worst state, I prayed that I would meet, I would meet a woman and I'd have a, have a child who would then save me almost. And actually it's quite, it's quite beautiful actually, because mm. God does hear those prayers. Yes. Mm. And even though he's not, he's not necessarily Christian, he, he's read the Bible, he's really interested in it, but he's not given his life in that sense mm. yeah so a good reaction but not not one of turning to god themselves yeah maybe. i mean he's had moments mm. he's definitely had times where he's like wow christ is real mm. um oh. which 
it's quite amazing <laughs> yeah oh, that's great um, it's definitely something to pray for I'm sure mm. um great and so how um yes how did you end up in Cornerstone really with all these things going on mm. how did you arrive here yeah so um I moved here for university um and in the first in the first two in the the first two weeks I was sort of going I'm gonna look at churches and I got um a message from a friend from my home church who said oh I've just moved to Putney and there's a really great commission church here you should check out there there's one in Kingston you should check it out because mm. I think they're really sound and um yeah I really like I really like our church community and things you should check it out and see if you 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 vibe with it <laughs> you vibe with it. great <laughs> maybe that's the wrong word <laughs> I think that works. Yeah. Um and how many years have you been here then? Oh. Um I think <laughs> I think it's 3 now. I went I did a year abroad, so yeah, I was away for a year, but 3 yeah. years. Yeah. Where did you go? Um I went to Switzerland. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that was last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. How how did you find that experience? Wow. <laughs> the first semester was um not covid, so it was very different from mm. the second semester, but um actually even in the second semester it was so amazing we made such good friends and um it was just such a great opportunity to get to know people so so well Mm. almost yeah Yeah. it's great yeah um and actually that leads on to my next question which is um about what you have learned in this last year because obviously Mm. it's been such an extraordinary extraordinary year for everyone um Mm. and we've all had very different experiences but is there anything that you would say god has taught you in this year Mm. um one thing is that i'm not in control i can't make plans Mm. um he makes plans um and that is such a beautiful thing. Mm. The fact that we don't have to control every element of our lives. We can't. We physically can't. And this this pandemic has shown us that, hasn't it? And um, I really, really believe that God has placed us where he wants us at that specific time. Mm. Um, and he um, always places us in the right place. And one thing is that you don't even realize how little actions actually make such a big difference as well. Mm. Um, when I was living in Switzerland, I had, um, I lived with three very fairly messy boys and, um, and I'd left like, um, a new Testament that's in four languages, which is quite impressive really, that it was in four languages, <laughs> the four sort of like, I don't want to say main ones, but I guess, main European ones um and I had a French um flatmate and he read he read uh well Matthew but in French Mm. (laughs) which is yeah so amazing yeah (laughs) I still can't say it properly in French it's okay it's (laughs) Matthew (laughs) we will move on from that don't worry guys if you can't say this word Um, (laughs) right that's that's amazing I, I think you had a lot of people who seemed to get to read the bible um through your time there and Mm -hmm. even throughout this year as well yeah um what um yeah i just wonder how um how that happens really i I mean i mean god is behind all things but that's amazing oh definitely Um, yeah that must have been really encouraging for you as well oh yeah and i i mean more encouraging things happened i mean 
I was supposed to move into a house um, with some friends and then suddenly one of my friends fell out with all of them mm. um, and she just sort of uh, stopped talking to them and then was like, oh, let's move in somewhere else. And we happened to meet my now housemate um, and we had one conversation and that completely changed her whole life. Mm. You just don't know the impact of your words um, because now she's started coming to church and... She's given her life to Christ. You just don't know yeah, what amazing. can happen. Yeah, it's absolutely... And it should be so encouraging that even in a pandemic, God works. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's not through us and it's not anything to do with us. It's all to do with him and he uses us for good things, for good purposes, which yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing to know that our very imperfect words can have such... Um, such impacts on people's mm. lives if God chooses to use them uh, in these circumstances that, that's amazing mm. um I think we can finish with um maybe if there's any advice that you would give to perhaps younger Christians um what would you say to them oh well um I think one of the most impactful thing in my journey with Christ has been getting into the word I mean, it's said so often, but yeah. it's it's the most important thing. Um, I used to actually have, before I came to uni, I had like a youth Bible, which was so weird because I was 19 and I wasn't a youth anymore. <laughs> and someone commented on it. I was like, oh. And then I, I bought a journaling Bible and it was so helpful because you can sort of unpick it. Um, and because I'm quite creative, I like um, highlighting and color coding things and drawing things that help me to remember mm. those things and actually finding maybe a bible plan so you can sort of start to see it unveil maybe um read some commentaries and mm. I mean when you don't I find that when I don't even know what to read I just read a psalm because they're so simple but they apply to so many different mm. situations in our lives and it means we're reading the word but also it sometimes it's more you can pray it as yeah. well which is which is really beautiful yeah yeah that's amazing thank you so much Saskia for sharing your story with us um, that's all for this episode everyone uh, but join us again next time <laughs>